I have future wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. First leg, Warren. I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the late Friday edition of the Two Units Podcast. Group One Racing and the Quokka to dissect on today's show, along with the Sultan Supper, Pack Your Nags, our unit of the week, and as always, our best bets from around Australia in two units. My name's Nick Foote. Joining me is the great man, the Sultan, in somewhat a refurbished studio, my friend. It's looking good, Fetish. Good to be here with you, mate, on a, on a, on a beautiful Friday afternoon here in Melbourne. 23 degrees and sunny, not a cloud in the sky. You're fresh off the plane from Adelaide, so for the people saying... Late podcast this week. Well, the dedication from the boys. Footy's just come off the tarmac straight into the studio. I've come straight out of the studio, straight into another studio, as is the hard worker I am. And we've got a big weekend of racing to unpack. I can't wait. Adelaide time. This fresh, delicious, tasty, meaty, turkey-filled, cold-cut combo. I eat three every day to help keep me strong. Sultan Supper Time, my friend, where we just bring along great performances and it's a supper in your name and you bought me some supper actually today because I was running late with a delayed flight and uh, you bought sushi into the studio. So that's that's invite number one, Sultz. No worries, mate. Well, we've popped that on the business account so that it's gone straight through the zero and the bookkeepers uh, should sort that out, mate, should come out of the tax. But hey, something I'm bringing to the supper so I watch a lot of true crime, right? Mm. And whenever there's a suspect that's been spotted by a witness, they often get a composite sketch drawn up with a sketch artist from the police force that sits down with this witness and I've never been privy to it, but I assume talks to them about their features, what they look like. They come out with a sketch that a lot of the time looks exactly like the suspect. And I'm just wondering, like, I, I see you all the time, right? Mm. If I sat down with a, an artist, I would not know where to start. Like, I, I feel like they'd end up drawing fucking Bugs Bunny or something. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't know how to describe someone for then someone else to then draw it. I just do not understand how they do it, let alone these people have only seen them for, for a fleeting moment. It's... Yeah. It's remarkable. I know I've got a big set of front chompers. But <laughs> Bugs bunnying me on Friday. Yeah, no. <laughs> really way Look, it was, it was the first thing that came to mind. It wasn't really a knock on you. It really could have gone with any Warner Brothers sort of style character. Maybe the road running. You're pretty explosive. Thanks, mate. I am pretty explosive. Yeah, but have you ever thought about that? Like, how I, would you go? I have. I've seen some good, good skits where it gets a little bit you know, dicey in terms of what we can say on the show on certain yeah, shows okay, where it's yeah. like draw one and it comes back just some form of stick figure perhaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. It's, it's, a, it's a bloody good talent. It's a serious talent to have. Um, I'm bringing along golf trips. Now, mid-30s, Salts, you and I, this is... I had a mate over... Early. Yeah, early 30s. I had a mate over the other week and he's like, he's over for dinner, having a glass of red. And he goes, geez, we're just in the age now of golf trips. Like we just got to start um, start investing in our game. Got to start the grind during winter because that's that's their age. And we actually had a golf trip 
this week, didn't we? Um, a bit of a old teacher's golf trip. I could only go for one of the days. You you just went and enjoyed the social aspect of, of the golf trip, Saltzy. Oh Yeah, I went to a golf trip. I didn't swing a club, but I had a good pub feed and <laughs> yeah. I woke up with a bit of a sort of bit of a headache the did next morning have, as well. You guys have a bit of a dip, did you? Oh, well, nothing unreasonable. Yeah. Sort of went to bed at midnight, okay. but I had some good laughs. I, ba- I basically was hungover from laughing so hard. <laughs> basically all my own gear. <laughs> I love it. But I'm bringing golf trips along. I, I absolutely love them. There's, we're right in the, the era now, and I'm, I'm planning some big ones for sort of spring somersaults so they can come to the supper. Yeah, nice, mate. And uh, we went out for dinner together the other night, and I made an astute observation, if I do say so mm. myself, and something that I've always loved – Something my mum has always bought, my sister's always bought plates of this nature and it's a plate that has a lip towards the outside. So it's not quite <laughs> yeah. a bowl, yeah. but it's got a lip on the edge of it. So things don't escape. Let's say you've got a runaway pee, it hits that rip, it's like a fucking vert skate ramp. It just comes back down the other side. <laughs> Nothing can escape. All your gravy, you can scoop it up. I just love plates with a lip on the edge. And if you, ne- next time you're eating... Just concentrate on whether or not there's a lip on the end. And if it's dead flat, you'll notice your food gets away from you. Yeah. So I think it's really important to have a, a lip on the edge of your yeah, plate, mate. <laughs> Tony Hawk of the crockery. Yeah, of the it's crockery good. Rock. You don't quite need a vert ramp, but just like a, a little between. sort of Knox bowl. They're, sort a of bit like, they're a bit like the sporks. They're kind of the in-between. Do you know I hi- only ever hybrids. use forks? Do you? I, I don't use forks. I don't reckon I've used one for many years, but I don't know what. Like I just don't own. Well, I'm bringing sporks to the supper. I, I have I have three different sets, and I have one set that's for well, uh, you've real bought, high end fashion. You've bought me sushis today, so we're eating sushi with sporks on this late Friday yeah. edition of the supper. Because it's like a spoon, but then you can also stab stuff with it. And <laughs> hey, so I'm walking through the supermarket the other day, hmm. and this bloke from the Red Cross is there, and I see he. he I tried not to make eye contact with him. I looked right, right through him like he didn't have a soul. But he, <laughs> he latched on to me and he comes up to me and he's like, Abby, you good, Abby? And I was like, oh, come on, give us a spell. And I said, oh, I'm in a rush, mate. And he started walking next to me. He started sidling beside me and he started trying to sell me something. Mm. And fed income, I just looked at him dead in the eyes and I go, mate, to be honest, I actually can't even understand what you're saying. So whatever you're trying to sell me like i just can't understand your accent and then we both just laughed and i walked off but then i copped another one today so i don't know why i'm bringing him to the supper actually because maybe just because i bagged him yeah and i'll go an early an early packing eggs even before the stinger i got another one today where mm. they she latched on to me to sell me something it was like I don't know, a wind turbine or something at the supermarket. Just like, leave me alone. I hate those, like, hawkers. Yeah, hawkers. I know. Do you know, actually, this is... You know, Red Cross has sparked my memory with something. I went... I last donated blood probably 18, 18 months ago. And I went back in. I, I was doing it regularly. And I went in. And the lady that sort of... They come in and they prep you and they ask you questions and they tick off their clipboard and whatever. I walked in the office. She goes, how are you today? Nicholas and I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm going all right. And she's like, you look a bit run down. And I was like, oh, you know, like a bit busy and this and that, just like general, like small talk. And I didn't realize that the questions had actually started. And then I got turned away oh. in the end from giving blood because I was run down and had. She, <laughs> 
Jeejibas save me to have an illness coming on like a cold. <laughs> so I went into the city to give blood. I walked out feeling relatively 100%. And I'm like, I'm never coming back. I will come back, Red Cross. But like, I had a bad experience. So the last time I went to give blood, mm. they took the blood and then they told me after that they couldn't use it because they said it was too saturated <laughs> with oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> they said the normal human body can't cope with that much <laughs> hemoglobin. <laughs> far too pretty. Far too pretty. That goal regulation size are wide! Oh, you will listen to every damn word I have to say! I've seen no finger paintings you bring home and they suck! I'll come! More like Boroglobin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in, back in Ag's time, mate. Uh, I'm putting tarmac holdups on, on the agenda straight up. So, flying over uh, yesterday to, to Rad, you know, packed flight, gather round, footy personalities everywhere so it's first mm. one out and they had to we got out start taxiing on the tarmac and then they had to reconnect the aero bridge air bridge is that what it's called i think mm. they had to reconnect it because somebody on the plane had a fear of flying Really? yeah so maybe don't book a very expensive virgin australia flight to adelaide for gather round if you if you just can't can't handle the heat in the kitchen. So they aborted it. Like they, they just got off they and didn't got, fly. They, yeah, they reconnected it. The guy got off. And um, yeah, he probably just got there from via Nil and Horsham. So he's probably he's still, had to drive over. He's still on his way over, the <laughs> yeah, poor bastard. I think so. But yeah, tarmac hold-ups. Then on the way back here again today, like you're just sitting out there for 40 minutes. Get it together. When isn't there a hold-up? It's a joke, the airline business. They just yeah. ream you and they know they can get away with it. What a podcast to record. <laughs> Mate, so I'm working Tuesday with Matty Hill, mm-hmm. and me best bet of the day. Do you want me to pick up? Do you want to pick up that name for you? <laughs> oh, oh, what about footy before we come on? <laughs> Gather around all these people he's next to on the plane, this and that, getting recognised by everyone. Anyway, I was meant to invite her, Tim and. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> too late. Sorry, lads. Sorry. But yes, yeah, so I was working with Matty Hill, and and he is in ownership of a horse by the name of Jack And. And this is how much he'd paid... He's a- got a few at the moment. Yeah, okay. Well, well, this is how much he'd paid attention to it, that he got in and was sort of flicking through the card and he's like, oh, I've got a horse in today. <laughs> <laughs> so he does have a yeah, few. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> who's that with? It just... Uh, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, Stephen Cooney, maybe. Okay. Um, oh, that's going to kill I've me, got now, in you there. dickhead. Look it up. Look it up. J-A-C-K-A-N-D. Um, Patrick Kearney. Um, but so Jack Ann was racing in, in the Charlie's tin race and Charlie was my best bet of the day. Some eight bucks, 50 into seven bucks, if you don't mind. But I'd forgotten that Jack Ann was in the same race and that Matt Hill was owned Jack Ann. Jack Ann hit the front with a hundred to go and Charlie had to mow him down. Mm. And I just like acted like I'd won the Melbourne Cup. I yeah. think I did a couple of suckets in the studio. I think I was said a big, big, big old fuck yeah and I was going off and <laughs> celebrating how good's this. Oh, I had a good bet on that, this and that. And then I was like, oh, sorry, mate. I forgot that you, <laughs> do you know own do you, the runner-up. Do you know one of my favourite things about you is you're, like, you're a pretty bad loser, but I think my favourite thing about you is you're an even worse winner. <laughs> And take that how you want. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mix I mix my form a bit. 
I mean, I'm not like a benchmark 58 horse. Sometimes <laughs> I can celebrate real hard and sometimes I can just be low key. But this one was real hard and I did it right in the face of the runner up. Yeah. The runner up's owner. So I've yeah. got to send myself packing for that. <laughs> I just show some decorum, man. It's good self reflection. Yeah, thanks. I think that's progress. It'll happen again. <laughs> no doubt. Having a bet on sport or racing this week? Top this. With literally hundreds of markets from your own backyard to the international stage, Top Sport has you covered. Whether you're into soccer, cricket, basketball, or want to try your hand on the horses, harness, or even greyhounds, there's something for everyone. And they'll let you on for plenty. So if you want to get the top odds every time, download the app today and bet your way. Top that. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Specs for states. Um, <laughs> as always, Salt Specs proudly brought to you by Top Sport. Mate, we're going to preview races from Sandown, Randwick, a couple of group ones there. Got a couple of bets at Morfittville. And uh, also, we're going to look at the Quokka as part of We're adding the Quokka into our $100 pissing contest because it's a nice race. Yeah. And we usually do pop these. That's sort you of know. invite. Well, not invite. Was that an invite one? Uh, or slot, no, slot, slot holder? Slot yeah, holder. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we pop those in. Big, big prizes. Good horses. We're all about it. Um, we're going to start off by previewing Sandown. We're on the lakeside. A beautiful day in Melbourne today. What's that mean? Yeah, it is. I did listen to a track report with the track manager earlier saying, despite the good weather around, he expects it to hold a six because of all the racing they've had and that they might come off the fence. But I was sort of thinking that they that it might be a bit on speed because. Rail true last Saturday, wet track, got off the fence. Then it backed up to Monday, out four metres, and it was really difficult to make ground. Goes out another three metres to the seven. If the rain doesn't come until late, um, you know, it won't sort of chop up too bad. E- even if you do lead, I guess, and, and they angle off the fence, you can just angle off. And there's also a strong northerly too, so if they sit up down the back, that gets a right at, right at uh, tail in the run for home. So I think there could be some on-speed advantages. Maybe it evens out over the course of the day. Yep. Well, we'll head to race two now, mate, which is a Phillies and Mares race over 1,400 metres. And you like one here for uh, Maverick and Goose McAvoy. And it's got a little bit of Magnus Bellagio form line attached to it as and well. And you know, that stacks up. You know what they up. say, it still holds up. That stacks up. And Dean Holland just got a terrific strike rate with the stable. There's no speed in this race, so drawn... Outside, they have to be positive. Two jump outs have been quite good. Hit the line recently. Thousand meters Horsham. We talk, of course, of Star of Chaos. Sorry, I didn't. Oh yeah, mention. sorry. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. Well, you probably Star worked, of Chaos. You would have worked it out if five. you had your Top Sport app up. Yeah, anyway. exactly. So, as you should. As you should. As we do when we do the show. Mate. Always. The number five, I Star of Chaos, and she'll go forward. The race doesn't have any speed, and and she didn't even come up last prep, but second up, fourteen hundred meters, she led the in, in the inferior going. At Flemington, beaten three lengths by Greenfly, Munamek, Nugget, like a real hot form race out of the Flemington Carnival. And she held her own before then going like a busted and then spelling. So her very best measures up. She goes forward, gives us a good sight. The five in race number two. Yep, she's at $6.50 at the moment on Top Sport. Um, race number seven is the Vobus size showdown for the two-year-olds over 1,200 metres. Hey, this is worth a million bucks. The prize money at Sandown this weekend is outrageous. Yeah, these Vobus, and like, well, I'm siding with one here in She's All Shenanigans that just last start won the Vobus Gold Rush at Bendigo. So mm. taking full advantage of mm. these, you know, these Vobus horses with this lucrative prize money attached. And, 
Yeah, she's she's for Simon Zara, and I, I just love the way she put them to the sword last start in that race at Bendigo I spoke of. She's got early toe, and, and with no real speed influences drawn underneath, I think she'll find the top again with Linda Meach. No doubt the query for her salts is the 1,200 metres, but she's rock-hard fit now, and, and, produ- and providing some absolute moron doesn't come up and absolutely pour it on, I think uh, she's going to be very, very hard to hold out again in this race. There is good speed, Butch Cassidy, mm. critique drawn out i just didn't butch, personally didn't butch pop like a butch absolutely yeah old did Western. some work on that wet track <laughs> but um look i haven't had a bet so i hope she wins but personally i, I got a big knock on her at 1200 meters she walked last start thought she was entitled to come home a bit harder all right well hopefully <laughs> i hope you're wrong yeah <laughs> uh race number eight leaving it alone or what you've got oh, i'm le- just seeing what the inside's doing okay you've tba'd me yeah i've, t- I've tba'd you milton park yep. he actually should have beaten pinstriped home in milton park's last start at flemington mm. over 1400 meters they've taken him a while to get fit he just wasn't there first up went chucked it in reverse at flemington jumped out between runs needed the run again last start but he was actually held up could have come home a bit a bit harder. So if the inside's holding up by now, I think is, he might be ready. Is this pinstripes D-Day if he hasn't already had a D-Day? Yeah, I th- yeah. well, he just hasn't been able to recapture his three-year-old form. Yeah. And he's, he's been just going. I, He's favourite, isn't he? Yeah, he's $3.50 oh, favourite. Seven-day backup, wet track, fast it's a, race. It's some extraordinary like names in this race. you got Sosi Bang on the second line of betting at 4.60 Out of the All-Star well. Mile. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, yeah. Good, intriguing race. Yeah, yeah. Intriguing race. I like that it's a little track watch for Salts on Milton Park, race eight. That'll be out to subs if he decides to have a bet. Um, race number nine, Saltsy Boy. Benchmark 78, 1,400 metres. Little two-bet play for you. Yeah, Pasiro resumes gelded. His recent 1,000-metre Cranbourne jump out was an absolute beauty he jumped out next to prowling big gap back to third now big watch on the track at terrain sunday because prowling will be all over him drawn out but just doesn't want it too prowling. they'll probably get to the outside eye at terrain come sunday what a bludger of a track that is to be able to predict a pattern it's either hot in or hot out or both so it's pretty hard to, to bet early there i'll be going there early on saturday and walking the track can i tell you a story about terrain mm. i had a mate's Bucks party. They came over from Hobart for this Bucks. Big, uh, big Cole Garland drove the bus oh, yeah. for us down to this Bucks. <laughs> and I, this damn I, bus I, I organised the, organize the Bucks. And I don't know how I've possibly missed this in the whole organisation, but we went to the Colac Cup for the Bucks party. And the bus, we got oh. to we got to Colac on the bus, and old Cole driving, he was big Chris Farley or Billy <laughs> Madison. He was redder than any cans going everywhere. <laughs> and we got to we got to um, Colac, and it was like race course closed. Colac Cup at Terang this year. It's not back on the, the bus. No, it was like an hour, hour, hour and a half, half. Yeah. Hour and ninety minutes, yeah. I reckon. Yep. Another All right, good, great, grand. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's back on the bus. It was. Oh, well, I hope out. I drive to this to the right place yeah. on Sunday. But oh, we digress. <laughs> what chance he, you got to back in a winner if you can't even get the right track? Yeah, I know. Uh, sorry, but man. um, yeah, that prowling good horse. I, I thought. Pasiro probably jumped out a bit better than him, and he also wasn't wearing his race day blinkers there, Pasiro, and he resumes gelded. He's got some good fresh form. Good horse. 
probably a bit better than a 78 horse on his day. So well, I think he can sprint well He's fresh. 11 bucks at the moment, top sport. Yeah, big price, wrong price. Yep. And the other one's um, Denaustar. For Kiramar and Dave Eustace, also in Terang, but this race is worth a bit more money. And he gets six and a half kilos off El Rocco for a near-on four-length defeat last winter on the hillside track. But that was on a very wet track, and El Rocco was flying. He was unlucky last start, El Rocco, but he wants it real wet, so he wants some rain to come. But Denaustar also is a wet tracker that's peak figure, comes fourth up 1,400 metres on the lakeside track going forward. No speed drawn in, probably finds the top and leads them up. So he needs one to come out to get a run. You'd think it's more than likely that, that one comes out. So surely, surely Cyclone Sally just says, "Hey, have a run, champion." Yeah, she'll be waiting for. She's waiting for an <laughs> so, absolute cyclone. tsunami. Yeah, well, if she heads to if she heads to WA at the moment, she might find one. Um, they've had some bad weather over there. Have they really? Yeah, they I don't follow the weather over there. Yeah, I'm not usually. I'm not usually a yeah. big. <laughs> it's a bit of a niche sort of hobby that. But yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Royal Randwick time, mate. Um, yeah. Go nuts on the track. What yeah, do we got? So it's a soft seven. It was a six, so there must have got a bit of rain. And I then, think it's raining. T- yeah, I there's some showers again. around today. The last I checked of the radar, some of it looked like it was heading east of Randwick, but they might have got the fringe of it. So it's clear on race day, which is important, but it'll be soft track, rail seven metres. I'm, I'm thinking it'll be okay. It's, it's To be honest, it's not really a card that I care for all that much. Jeez, come on, mate. We need to show some care for our units. I'm showing a bit of care in this. Oh, you're all over it. I've got one bet later on in the car, oh, and, and we will obviously analyse the group ones. But Yes, true, yeah. which which I'm doing terrific in, listeners. If, <laughs> if you want. I think I'm going good and I'm still in the red. It I'm, sucks. Beery's giving us a flog. I'm absolutely cast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, race six is the group three G- JRA plate over 2,000 metres, mate. And as the notorious B-O-G-P-I-G once said, <laughs> I love it when you call me Mount Popper. <laughs> well, the we old, used to work with BRG. The, the, and old, I was the saying, notorious best on ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we worked with a guy called BRG and we called him the notorious. And he I was bit, notorious. I got a bit tongue-tied. <laughs> um, mate, I thought Mount Popper's return in the Doncaster Prelude like had a bit of merit. So 1,500 metres, bit too sharp for the pop. But a nice hit out before stepping to 2,000 uh, on rain-affected ground this time in. So last time this track and trip on wet, he ran third to Zaki and think it over in Queen Elizabeth. So two wins and three minor placings from six uh, second-up attempts and has only missed the money once from eight goes at this trip. All stats pointing to a big run. His profile suggests he runs well above his current price of 26 bucks and 650 So I'm, uh, I'm going to have a one-by-three on... I love it when you call me Mount Papa. <laughs> That's so shit. You sounded like you had the auto cue out there. Yeah. <laughs> I read whatever's on the auto cue. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> oh, mate. Jeez, that's a tough gig. All right, well, let's talk. Speaking of group ones, um, the first of them, it's the group one champagne stakes for the two-year-olds. 1,600 metres in uh, 2022, She's Extreme one and 2021, Cap Devont. Now, it's hard to not see militarised go on with it here after that impressive win in the sires. Finding it hard to see how like, Don Corleone, uh, peer pressure, turned the tables. Not overly interested in getting involved from a betting point of view. Like everything says She's Extreme, um, sorry, She's um, Bloody Militarised, but... Mm. 
from a, I'm not betting, so from a $100 betting play, it's time for an old end foot to get out the, uh, get out a few few darts for the dartboard here, Salts. And I'm just having 100 bucks. Or do you want to talk about the race? Or do you just want me to go straight? Uh, go into it. We'll come back. I'm just going to have 100 bucks on Tom Kitten. I'm absolutely cast in this competition. There's no doubt. Um, so I'm with the big Tom Kitten from a different point of view, different form line coming through that Fernhill last start. Remains at the mile. Handles giving the ground. Big national scrub his ears off, Tommy Kids. Good luck to you, mate. Um, I've got to put a line through peer pressure because apparently his schoolmates have been making him drink and smoke bongs. So he's he's off the. He'll be off the bit early. Old peer pressure. Yeah, military, back to New Zealand. is going to flush his head in the toilet at the <laughs> six hundred. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to have a hundred bucks on militarised. I find it hard to see anything turn the tables. Yeah. So it's simple as that. Yeah. I just. Getting a $200 return isn't even an option for me anymore. Nah, I you're need, chasing tail, man. I need to go big. So oh, I agree, Militarise is clearly on top salts mm. as well. Um, race number eight, the group one, all age stakes, weight for age, 1,400 metres. Uh, Cascadian won the race last year. Colding won a mine, won it in 2021. They both lob here He's again. in the race, isn't he, Colding? They, they, both, they both are in mm. the race. This year. So oh, he's still going around, Colding. <laughs> Colding is 200. He's still looking for dry He's 201 to 1 on top sport. Just, can someone just send the guy to Queensland? Anyway. Um, Probably where he go. Yeah. Hmm. How, are you, how, are you, how are you playing it? Uh, look, about another it? one, I, I find it hard to see how anything out of the TJ turns the tables on Giga Kick. He copped a bit of a bump at, at a stage. He found one better, but he still ran on the second fastest splits of the race. He ran past... Um, Mazu, like he was sort of pinned to the fence there, and then he was all right through the line. So it, he does have a bit of a tricky barrier for Willow because do they press forward? It, yeah, nah, nah, nah. First go fourteen hundred meters. I mm. think they just saw, he, he'll just jump neutral, try and find a spot. If there's three wide um, running line cover, then he'll, he'll be licking his lips, old Willow. But um, I just I don't want to bet because he hasn't been to fourteen hundred meters, and he also does his. Best work when he has a bit like a bit of a gap between runs too. He's here two weeks. Yep. Um, but yeah, he handles all the going. He's he's a Group One weight for age horse, and he's a rightful favourite. Yeah. What do you, What do you make of Zaki? Like in terms of, I, I, I find the jockey booking interesting. Like in terms of Damac jumping off Jackano, did he jump off Jackano to jump on Zaki? Uh nah, nah. Damian Lane it? was riding Jackano. Or has Jackano been to Sydney since? Smoking. Something. Anyway, yeah, I think you. I think you've been on the peer pressure smoking <laughs> the bloody cheech and chongs. I don't mind that. <laughs> but yeah, I um have put a line through him because he just trialed so poorly. Um, and then they and then they tipped him away, and then he's gone back to the trials. But he's he's you'd think he's going to be here below his best, and he needs to be at his best at fourteen hundred meters to beat a horse with the change up speed that Giga Kick has. Yep. Dart, mate. Well, I'm I'm playing in this race. I'm going a one by three, and I'm a one by three bet IRL. That's in real life, salts. Mm. And a hundred dollars the win pissing contest. So two different attacks. So you put your money where your mouth is. I put my money where my mouth yeah. is. But for the pissing contest, I've just got to go all in at the price because I'm absolutely cast. Um, and I'm on Private Eye, who I just think looks overs. What do we got at the moment? Oh, into eight two fifty. I had nine threes, but that's okay. I'm still happy to take that. Mm. Um, I lost all momentum at a key stage in the TJ. Now, I know that, like, it's a, it's a big gap to it's overcome. It's a forgive run. It is a forgive run. Like, yeah. I'm penning his run in, in the TJ. Uh, hasn't won over the 1,400-minute distance, but he's a group one winner at the mile. Third up, 
handles or conditions. I just think I just think he's a really nice one by three play. Um, that's the form I want to be with the TJ form. But I'm, well, even though I'm putting a pen through him, um, yeah. So I, I really like Private Eye, and I'm going to play both ways as I said at the top there. Um, Beery also sent his bets in. Um, which they don't have in front of me at the moment, so I'll just put them up on Instagram later. <laughs> yeah. I think he backed Tom Kitten, Giga Kick, and not sure what he had in there. He had in the, the old quaker. But anyway, Amelia's, we'll get him up a, on. He had Amelia in the corner. Yeah. yeah, good call. Um, mate, race number nine. Geez, you're keeping your powder dry in Sydney mm. because you're, you're waiting until 4.30 p.m. Australian Eastern time to have a bet there. It's a benchmark 100 over 1,400 metres. I'll be at the pub with Benny Spall and Rick Mack probably at this stage. Feed up with the lads. Just a couple of names. That's, there. that's a couple of big that, hitters. That's three dot com employees I've got to pick up off the floor so far <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah, anyone else? Uh, JT going to be there. Come. Hutch, you Hutch just Buster. sat on the plane next to him. I did. You Hutch sat on the plane next to him. Hutch but Buster. Let's talk about some bloody some winners here. And I'm with the 16, right down in the weights. Kota Healy. Just the one trial. I wouldn't love to see two trials straight to 1,400 metres, but I will say, and it was synthetic, but I will say it was a beauty of a trial. Clearly fast as the morning, and they really, he really ran through the line as well. He, he'll be right to come to the races. If they're sending him here, he's right. He's got 52 kegs. He's drawn barrier four for Reese Jones, who jumped him out as well, and he's a good horse. You know, he was... I, I liked him that day first up in the... Um, Silver Eagle when he bumped into Valana and he looked the winner for a long way, knocked up, but then came out and just really elevated last prep. But he this, the, he will win a group race, uh, uh, barring injury. I think you can mark that down. He's still lightly raced. I think he's only had 16 starts. He's on an upward spiral. A few of these are, are going to be benchmarkers um, and, and he'll make his way out of benchmark 100 grade to, to black type stuff sooner rather than later. So happy to back him first up to the 16. $4.80 and got the nice claim after big David Reese jones as well takes him down. Yeah, he'll be know. throwing elbows. <laughs> he will. He will. Um, what's your knock on Tamerlane, the Godolphin runner here, $3.80 in the market? No, you know, um, he did something last start that is very rare to see in that he's uh, – I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but roughly – so 6-4 to four he went 11.80, 4-2 he went 11.20, and then 2-home to home he went – 11 16 so it's pretty rare that you see him improve their 200 meter splits over the course of their last 600 particularly almost exclusively your last 200 meters is slower than your four to two mm-hmm. so that is sort of saying that one thing like if there's a faster tempo maybe he'll be able to relish it a bit because he stays at 1400 meters but to me it also tells me that he got rated to utter perfection last start mm-hmm. as the only leader in the race was it Zach Lloyd maybe? Yep. Yeah, so he sticks, but there's more pressure here. So maybe that says that more pressure he'll be able to sprint as well, but I just thought he just got like so many favours last night. And, and also as well, he's up in grade. I think Coda Hill is just a better horse than him. Yep. Yep. Nice. Mm. Um, that rounds out our specs at Randwick. Hey, let's head to Ascot quickly. We're going to take a look at the quokka for our group one pissing contest uh 1200 meters it's the inaugural running of the race and uh in true racing fashion salts that was marred by controversy wasn't it with the barrier draw is that like the second or third time this has happened with barrier draws in I know it happened big races in victoria it might have been the empire rose or yeah, one of those it was, mares yeah, races. it was yeah. through the spring it was a disaster yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> 
I, I don't want to be one of those negative Nancys, but when, when, when people try and get really sexy with the barrier draws and they, or they like, you know, they televise the barrier draws and they're just absolutely just, they're just pox. I don't know. Like outside of the Everest, I haven't seen like a genuinely good barrier draw. Like, yeah. Unless you can light up. The five. Melbourne Cup one, poor Michael Felgo did, did it through a bloody oh, no. downpour. <laughs> If you get 500 drones above the Sydney Harbour, you're probably not out doing that, though. Yeah. It's a pretty high standard to uphold. Well, let's talk about the race. There's more speed in this than Footscray Station. I'd rather... <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Seriously. It's oh. bloody everywhere. Shades of Rose, Massimo, Bellany Patina goes forward, Overpass does his best work on speed, Red Cam, Anis, Furrell, Fair Income, this... This a thing out wide that I've never heard of has good speed figures. The acro, acromantula. It's yeah. an absolute tarantula. It's an absolute acromantula. Doesn't even have a jockey book. Well, oh, is there a merge? Is there how many is? It? What's final field? It must be fourteen. But anyway, even if he's not in there, there's speed everywhere. But you know something about Amelia's jewel is she's had. She's a freak. Yeah, she's had eight career starts. Barring, I think it was her fifth start, she regressed her rating. But if we just flick that as an outlier, every single start since her debut, with the exception of that, she's improved her rating. Even her first up run was her peak rating. It was a bigger overall figure than what she'd done prior to the spell in the, was it the Kingston Town? Northerly. The 1800 metre race? The Northern. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so she's just getting better and better. Yeah. So she'll get better again and she'll be pretty bloody hard to beat. Yeah. 100 she's, bucks. She's going to be so hard to beat. Yep. And I don't, I don't, like, I know there's a big deal made of drawing the outside barrier. It's not ideal, but gee, she can she can rip a late section. Well, that's on. the thing. The speed's on. So, yeah. like, I'd, if you're her connections, if she's drawing barrier two with all that speed on, mm. I'm... More, More unhappy than, draw, than drawing 14. We talk about this a lot. Statistically as well, apparently that 1,200 metre start, I haven't crunched the numbers myself, but I saw someone from Racing and Sports tweet it, that it's that it's not particularly a negative. So, yeah. yeah. She she comes out and wins this. Do you, is this straight to the Everest? Like, what, would, what would you want to do as an owner? Would you want to sort of hold off on that for another 12 months and maybe go and touch them up in like a golden eagle? Because she's so good... She already proved she's so good and effective from 1,200 to 1,800. She's versatile AF. Yeah. So, like, what are you doing? Are you going to a 1,500 metre, what is it, four-year-old race? What's what Golden Eagle worth? Eight, five, six, what's eight it worth? Million. Eight mil? Yeah. yeah. Like, are you going to take on the eight mil or are you going to try and take on the big in the Everest or does that come a bit later? Yeah. Look, my thoughts would be, as an owner and a trainer, that you're only four once and that race is only there once, but racing mm. at weight for rage is there for the rest of your career, considering as well that she's a girl and, and mm. can keep racing before she goes to the barn. But they'll know a lot more than me as to what they think her mm. her trip would be. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, mate, but I think she'll probably win this race. You're only 35 once too, mate. <laughs> so you're having $100 in yep. Jewel. Hey, I'm going to have $100 Bella Nipotina. Um, the... The softer it gets over there, I actually, I'm going to 
put my hand up here. I haven't really looked at this race that hard. It was a real sort of offline plane job. But mm. uh, yeah, I'm going to have a hundred bucks Bella Nipotina. The softer it gets, the uh, more it turns into her favour, I think. And and yeah, she puts herself into the race up on the speed. So I'm playing that way in the pissing contest and not having a bet. Uh, Morfittville time, mate. Well, we're both having a bet. Hang on a second here, Saltsy. You've just rolled in. Are we going head to head? We're head to head, mate. Oh, okay. We're head to head here. The great Morfittville playoff of 2023. What Before we maybe get into the race, it's one of our favourite races. We preview this race every year because I always have to spell out my syllables <laughs> to say the race name. Uh, what can we expect over there? The rail is eight metres, mm. 1,200 of the winning posts. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. I've got the only dry day of gather around. Yep. It's yep. going to rain. And even when it's a good track on the rails, eight metres, they get off the fence. So you've, you're settling in the fence. I believe you will be just <laughs> absolutely cast. Yeah. Um, so we're going to race four, which is the listed Dequetaville stakes for the two-year-old Phillies. Over 1,050 metres. See in heaven won this race last year, who's announced self as a pretty quality SA sprinter. And um, Toddy Panel in 2021 won on Cloudy. Broke my heart. Remember it was that Godolphin double yeah. translation or something? Was yeah, the you runner? just got nailed and on I the post. Translation yeah. was my two units bet. And I, I still have PTSD around this Decredible <laughs> yeah. Stakes race. Uh, but putting PTSD aside, I'm going with the Todd Pennell Godolphin combination. I'm backing remedies in this race. I think it just looks to be outstanding placement from James Cummity, Cummings. Um, she's clearly not quite the A grader when it comes to his two-year-old stocks. This is a much easier assignment. But she has form around Little Bros um, last prep and then Cafe Millennium and Steel City, Steel City this time in, which is the A grade Sydney form. And um, Princess Dohalo, who's the favourite, won well for the Hayes team last start down the straight at HQ. She beat my old mate, Butch Cassidy. Um, she's speedy, but I'm willing to take her on and given that sticky gate and I can just see her getting posted. So remedies for me, mate, at 2 bucks 90 I'm keen to be with the five here, Davy Stretton's Angel. <laughs> and uh, she's the wrong price for me. Um, she's just had the one start. Her debut was off two 600-metre trials, straight to 1,000 metres. Hate, hate that. So it wasn't exactly a great setup. And the race went near on 20 lengths slower than benchmark to the 600 entitled to run home fast but she ran home way faster than anything else in the race it was the fastest last six four and 200 meters of the day winner there led and she nearly got her smaller field today she also went back that day stretton angel so smaller field today i expect won't be too far away and just with that turn of foot that upside coming through a slowly run race and and sort of not being too taxing crowd of stokes gets to the outside of the track and she's she's the wrong price i think top sport you can get for north of five dollars i think that's a great bet yep five bucks on top sport big call taken on the two straight out well, of a two-year-old handicap yeah yeah I, I i i don't personally rate that remedies i think its debut win at cranbourne was so slow and come a long way since had the run last start look yeah. got the right form but I like the, the fact that this other one's just a bit more untapped. Yeah, nice. Yep. Unit. 
Unit of the week time, we've got the Zach Attack on this week, who uh, he's been all over it. He's slid into the DMs and he wants to win some money for racing hearts and line his own pockets as well, courtesy of Top Sport, who gives a $200 bonus bet every single week. And this is what the Zach Attack likes this weekend. G'day, boys. Zach here with this week's Unit of the Week. Hopefully I can win some more money for racing hearts, thanks to Top Sport. This week, we're heading to Ramick Race 8, I'll be having $200 on the Everest winner, Giga Kick. First time over the 1400 is a slight query. However, his previous two runs would suggest he'll run out a strong 1400. Two back, he ran the quickest last 600 of the entire meet. And last start, he was only run down late by a wish I win, but was still strong through the line. The barrier and potential lack of pace look a slight concern, but that's why we're getting $3 and not $250. Willow goes back on board. He's the best horse in the race with the most upside. So long as the track holds up, he'll be winning, and I look forward to being on the show as the carryover champ next week. Good luck on the punt this weekend. Love it, Zach Attack. Bit of confidence from the Zach Attack. I like it. Our last three guys have shown a lot of confidence too, <laughs> yeah. and they lasted one week. So <laughs> hopefully Zach Attack backs it up. Uh, we did lock in, I think, 320 uh, for nice Giga Kick on Top Sport. Time now for two units. Best bets from around Australia. I'm going to kick off in Randwick Race 5. The Hallmark Stakes, it's Group 3, and, mate, I'm siding with Valana this week at 2 bucks seventy. and Godolphin have had a bit of a stranglehold on this race. The the big special K, he tried to run through the uh, he tried to run through the barrier up the <laughs> the running rail up the, the inside. That Nash one on it? Yeah. yeah, Nash got really aggressive on top to win last year. Um, yeah, I love the two trials from Valana. Looks ready to explode. A proper fresh horse. Won the Silver Eagle first up last prep. Handles all conditions. Has won six from 11. Maps to get two to three pairs back off the fence. Looks the most progressive of all of these. And Valana is my two units of best bet this weekend. So it's lovely, mate. I'm going to sand down for my best bet. Race number five. That's the guineas over the mile. And... I think it's a great two-bet play to be able to come out on top in this particular race. I thought Toronto Terrier was... <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> Fucking race. What was that at Seymour? <laughs> it's just missed. John Allen on Verifier. That's so That sucks. You were doing so good to sell your race whilst watching another race. Oh, how's that missed? What a joke. Should have got going earlier. Roll credits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> race number five, Toronto Terrier. He was 12 to 1,600 metres in the Vobus Gold Reef at Mooney Valley last start. No jump out between runs. Heavily backed into $2.80, sat three wide, no cover. Thought it was a good enough run. Bunch finished, but he was well back. And now he's had that run under the belt, and he's been back to the jump out since. He jumped out really nicely behind White Marlin over 1,000 metres. So he'll be up on speed, and the favourite running by who comes through the Bendigo Guineas really good against the pattern, fast overall time, quicker than the benchmark 100 same day, fastest close of the race. She'll get back and, and spot him a start, but she gets through all going and at at around that $5.50, I can back Toronto Terrier for my main result and then I can just have enough on um, running by just, just to eke out a smaller result mm-hmm. on the race, just a bit more than a saver. But I'm quite confident that one of those two win, but... Toronto Terrier would be my preference. Yep, and six bucks on Top Sport. You're getting about the the Terrier. Yeah, nice. And uh, two twenty. Risk now. him at your own peril, Tristan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
coming for you, Merlehan family. <laughs> uh, very nice, mate. Um, I must say, I did love how you were just rolling that off whilst watching a race, and it was it was good. Like, yeah, I could have kept going, but it, that just hurt my feelings so bad. <laughs> like, if you know what race I'm talking about, it's just missed. It was charging. Hey, this is a guy called Ryan Bingham, mm. and for people that watch Yellowstone, he plays Walker. Who is a ranch hand for Yellowstone? He went. He went through some some things, and he ended up getting branded. Now, now's on the ranch, and he plays guitar and stuff on the song too. But like a lot of people, I've noticed from the YouTube comments, they didn't really know who he was until Yellowstone. Now I've started listening to his music, and he's like a big country music star. But he's like country music, folk, like Bob Dylan, rock, a nice mix of all of them, and he's an actual cowboy. Grew up a cowboy in real life, so he's been there, done that. He did these things called Cantina sessions on YouTube through the through quarantine, where he put up like a hundred songs of him just playing guitar, singing, unique voice. Gun, look him up, Ryan Bingham. That's a dead set man crush. Yeah, I, I, love, I love him, and he's got this new missus who's on Yellowstone, the blonde girl who he's with on Yellowstone. She's a worldie, and I'm going to be honest, I'm jealous of her. Might, <laughs> might have just googled it before. Yeah, we oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Not have, bad. Might have had a little squizzle. <laughs> yeah. uh, mate, all the best tomorrow. Thanks for ch- tuning into the late Friday edition of the podcast, and uh, we'll be in news next week. Have a great weekend. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, boys, you give a name. Nothing ever stays the same. Separate.